Ready? Okay, <laughs> welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, a video game music podcast. This is episode 22-4, and we are your hosts remaining more than six feet apart. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. Every week we hang out and listen to great video game music of the past and the present and of all consoles and all generations. And, and some, all of timelines. All the timelines. And Pernell, would you mind just getting a little bit closer to your microphone? Just a little what? bit. <laughs> How about this? That's that's nice. Can you get I want to hear that. I want to hear that voice. It, this is it. This this is the voice. <laughs> this is this is the largest voice mobile I could afford. <laughs> um, so we're not going to beat a dead horse today, but uh, the world is a little different um, for a while anyway. And so Pernell and I are going to be doing a remote um, podcast situation. But that does not mean that the timing will be off or that the wackiness will decrease because our snappiness ain't going nowhere, baby. No, no, no. at admittedly... At least this week, you're seeing for the Patreon members anyway. You see the cigarette smoking man through your cameras here, or as <laughs> as Stephen Miller put it, the quiet man. <laughs> I think you sounded better not... before, actually. You're, you sound muffled now. Yeah, because I was like pretty much eating the microphone. Oh, there you go. Yeah, with yeah. my teeth. But uh, yeah, technically, the beautiful thing about this is that <laughs> the the timing on the microphone read is one to one, almost like we're just on the phone having a conversation. Yeah. There's no harm lost there. We're always going to finish each other's sentences and grapefruits. <laughs> but that means that you'll take one bite and I'll eat the rest. Mm. But that's that's okay. That's a risk I'm willing to take. Yeah, but but Pernell and I, we're here for you. And we're and here. You're here for us, hopefully. Yes. I, I, many of you are here for us. This is a live Patreon stream. Every month we have a, um, a, a live streamed recorded episode. So we record the episode normally, except today's a little less than normal. Um, so re- far from it. So far from it. But we record the episode in front of a live uh, a streamed audience. So if you are a Patreon member at patreon.com slash rhythm and pixels, if you, um, you you can subscribe there and then you can be one of the buddies hanging out in the stream, you know, making jokes and talking to Purnell. And also, if you're a live Patreon member, you probably just saw my butt as I got on the floor <laughs> to clean up blue goo that I spilled behind my desk. <sighs> Um, do you need to take some time to clean that up? Or did no, no, I spent, I spent the prep time doing it. Okay, good. Um, also, in, in, in inclusion, including the, um, the live streams that we do once a month, um, all the other weeks we have um, short prequel episodes the day before it comes out. It's so like 10, 15 minutes. Just kind of we're kind of just preparing and talking and chatting, just kind of catching up from the week if we haven't hung out. Um, we usually hang out like two, three times a week anyway, but things, things, are, things are a-changing. Um, but... If the weather's nice, we'll probably go outside and hang out, have a have a barbecue, uh, safe distance apart from each other. I think it's a good idea. Oh yeah. The funny part is like we could play board games, but we'd have shuffleboard poles, and we would just push <laughs> the pieces around with the shuffleboard poles. You know the worst part about this whole thing? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is I mean aside from the obvious, but this is me being a nerd as opposed to a businessman or whatever. Uh, I have a room full of board games. That are temporarily obsolete. <laughs> it stinks. Like I go to board game groups now, and I'm like, how many of you looked going back to your PS4s? Like, hey guys, um, welcome back. I'm, I'm glad your PS4s. I'm glad you still work at PS4. And the PS4s like, well, 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 look who's come crawling <laughs> back. Thought you didn't need me anymore, didn't you? 
Yeah, with some blah blah blah, buddy. Yeah, play some games. Yes. Oh, Pernell. Okay, I finished Untitled Goose Game, and that was one of my my favorites of 2019 that I never played. <laughs> but now it can't. Is it now a true favorite of 2019? It is. It is adorable. All right, if you like stealth games, like stealth action games, but without the combat, that's what this game is. Um, the uh, uh, the goose walks around so funny so adorably that like you just you feel like you are the goose it's so perfect yeah he waddles and you have a button to actually just flap his wings which does nothing it just flaps (laughs) his wings um it's so good and then even the on the other characters in the town that you mess with like they the 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 animation is so good like there's a there's one scene where you steal a guy's slipper Mm-hmm. And he grabs it and he puts he's while he's standing he's putting it back on and you can you imagine like standing on one foot and like kind of like pulling a, a, a shoe on your foot? Oh yeah, I've done that this morning. Yeah, exactly. But like they animated that so lifelike, it just seems so real, like so normal. That I went back and I was like, wow, that's really clever. That like they they, they they I don't know if they did motion capture or they just have really good animators on that staff. But that's really really good. And then the last week. I had a, a PS Now subscription, the, the streaming subscription, just so I could try out Control on the PS4. Okay. And I loved it. I am, I am a believer. I think over-the-shoulder 3D games, I'm all about now because I was able to shoot and I was able to do things. I mean, I wasn't good. You could I died. Throw furniture. I died a lot until I got yeah until I could start throwing things at people. <laughs> that felt so good. I wish they gave that to you earlier in the game, but it's kind of like a Metroidvania in that style. I need to get on that. I actually been having problems with like getting my games going as this because it is the weirdest thing of all. So obviously a lot of our time, all right, a lot of our activities got cut off because you can't do a lot, you can't go places or whatever. But I feel like I've been busier now than I have been in a long time. Like yeah, I'm we- just, like, I go, I still jog, I still do like workouts in the morning. Um, like I do now, it's like I've reduced mine a lot. Like I do like push ups, sit ups, and like planks hate planks and I hate burpees <laughs> but I do all that stuff yeah um still jog I still try to clean as you can see by the camera and clean enough um or maybe you can't because ha um but for the most part I feel like I'm still constantly like I still have more to do than there is time but I played La Mulana 2 a fair bit I've actually been talking to Kung Fu Carlito about our comparing progression in the game which has been really nice oh so good. like he just got past me by one boss, and I'm freaking out. Like, you can't be farther than me. This is insane. Like, it doesn't make sense. But now I'm doing that. I got Animal Crossing, but I'm slipping at that because I just never make the time for that one hour to go to town and pick my fruit. But tonight's going to be different. This episode's over. I'm getting on there. I got, um, on, I got on Animal Crossing? Yes. Oh, yeah. Got to get my fruit, baby. Got to um, get them fruits. And get I them heard that, fruits. And I heard that the stump, the trum, the, the, was the stock market is back. Which, from the 3DS game, that was an addiction of mine. I used to go to Reddit and like solicit people that I don't even know. Like, hey, man, let me in your town. I'm good for it. I'll just sell some turnips. <laughs> you Yo, can man, cut I'm the profits and leave. We were talking just... about that uh, 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 Eat It with um, Cameron Childs. Like, it was Beat It. Mm-hmm. But in the opening where he's like, Yo, you ain't bad. You, you ain't, ain't nothing. Nut. But in, in <laughs> uh, the, the Weird Al version, he's like, Yo, man, get a ding dong. You ain't fat like you used to be. Yo, ding dong, yo. Yo, ding dong, ding dong, yo. I don't know why that like that keeps popping up in my head. All right, so someone in the chat says, Rob, did Rob stop playing Final Fantasy X? Um, 
No, I think I have because I feel like I've done everything I wanted to do in that game and I'm not, I, I played Blitzball, I beat Blitzball, I did everything I had to do in Blitzball and I never, and it, it stole the, it, like it sucked all the fun out of it. I believe it, man. Freaking Blitzball is not, is not to be trifled with. Oh, and Cameron Werma, that was fat, not eat it. I get those two mixed up. <laughs> oh no! The, oh, the song's not um, not, not be, eat it. Yeah, the song, yeah, you know I'm fat. I'm, I'm fat. Ham on, ham on, ham on, ham on whole wheat. <laughs> Zero <laughs> days. Right. Rob talked about Final Fantasy Ten. That is now true, but that's okay. It's in context. It was provoked by an actual listener. No, it's, I think that's valid. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it anyway every, every week. <laughs> it's just gonna keep changing the clock, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, um, so let's get let's get into some music. So we we took some suggestion track suggestions, like we do, we've been doing on all of our Patreon episodes. We've been taking track suggestions mainly from our Patreon listeners, but from everybody. Um, and our topic this week is what Pernell? Lucky jams, not just luck- lucky jams. Lucky tunes? No, 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 no. Lucky music? No. Lucky, lucky jams. Lucky jams, and everyone came through like. There's some amazing music. I, I, I think all every one of these tracks, you picked some that I, I really wanted. <laughs> I, was like, oh, I sniped them. You sniped yeah, them out. That's right. And I'm proud of that snipage too. But I think we're going get, to get around to playing everything, or at least one track from everybody. So I'm going to start the show because this is an even-numbered episode. I'm starting with a track from Electric Boogaloo. This is from Afterburner 3. That's on the Sega Mega CD and on the FM Towns. And it's called The Shuffle Cannon. And it's by Takonobu Mitsuyoshi, and it is incredible. I can't think of a better way to start the show. Let's go.
we're back. You're listening to Shuffle Cannon from Afterburner 3 from the Sega Mega CD and FM Town Systems, composed by Takenobu Mitsuyoshi. And this was submitted by listener and Patreon member Electric Boogaloo, who has incredible taste in music. Bar yes, none, hands down. That's exactly it. Like, this is perfect. Um, so he writes... Um, in 1991, Sega released Strike Fighter to arcades in Japan. It's a semi-sequel to the previous year's G-Lock Air Battle, which is an amazing soundtrack on that, um, using the same engine and most of its assets, but ditches the mission structure of its predecessor in favor of fast-paced Afterburner-style gameplay. The following structure of its predecessor... Oh, here we go. The following year, the CSK Research Institute ported Strike Fighter to both the FM Towns and the Mega CD as Afterburner 3, oh, okay, which included interesting remixes of the arcade Strike Fighter soundtrack, mainly of the techno-slash-disco variety. This is disco. Um, when Sega brought over the Mega CD versions of the games of the West, they made the odd mood of replacing most of the music with arrangements used in the FM Towns version of Afterburner 2. So I'd imagine oh. not, not a whole lot of people really knew about this other soundtrack's existence. Now, as for why I picked this particular track, well... This sounds like something Barry White's Love Unlimited Orchestra would have made. <laughs> yes, totally. Um, admittedly, That's a great description. What's that? That's a great description. It really is. Um, admittedly, admittedly, it's a very weird arrangement for a game where you're constantly shooting down bogeys sky high. I guess that's why the Western versions replace the music. Um, I can't help but love it. I, just the orchestral flourishes fills me with joy. It feels like it's telling me that I'm going to have a good day. I don't know if I'd ever find this song if it wasn't for the internet feeling my curiosity. So I guess that makes me very lucky. So yeah, he was lucky to find this track. And I honestly, like Electric Boogaloo, we're lucky to have you. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact, just want to point this out, that on the group um, in Discord, EB was like, so, could you elaborate a bit more on what you mean by Lucky Jazz? I was like, nope, not doing it. <laughs> it's up to interpretation. And honestly, I like the fact that everyone took it exactly as such. Like, everyone's submissions reference something completely different by so why different. they refer to it as a Lucky Jam. Yeah. That's how it's, that's what it's all about. Man, this is, like, I, I, I assume this was like... That this was a uh, um, like a, a enter your name, you know, enter your initials, or maybe mm-hmm. this was like an ending theme. But this is actually this is gameplay music, like for like Afterburner. Hmm. I say this would be good music to cruise to, though. In Afterburner, you're flying a jet, but there's no there's no cruising in, in Afterburner. You're constantly getting shot at. Eh, it's cruising. <laughs> you're cruising when you're in that zone, and the and the gunfire doesn't even really seem to be there. You're just flowing. Mm, uh, okay. I'm certainly Um. Hey, everybody, if you can hear the music, um. I don't know what do they do. What do the kids do? Press F in the chat? Is that a bad thing? <laughs> no, that's press F to respect. F to respect. Anyway, I'm turning the track down, and because of weird audio routing situation, Pernell, what have you picked? What have you picked, my friend? Well, I'm gonna go. That's I won't go in order. I'll pick the, this one first. So, the first pick comes from listener that Nick Walker, hmm. and the track is. From the game Monster Hunter Generations. Uh, oh, everybody's actually dropping F in chat. <laughs> That's great. Right. Uh, the track is titled Astalos Theme. And, of course, again, submitted by that Nick Walker. So. 
welcome back. You are listening to Astlostein from the game Monster Hunter Generation, submitted by listener and patron and friend that Nick Walker. Track was a gem. I liked it very much. But aside from just liking the track, I also picked it because his description or his testimonial resonated with me as a fellow Monster Hunter player. So I'm going to just go ahead and read it. Okay. Hey, fellas. Hope you're staying. You're both staying safe and sound. This may, this month's patron theme threw me for a loop. I couldn't think of anything lucky in my games, besides some slot mini games or the occasional critical hit. Then it clicked for me. Monster Hunter, the most RNG-based game I have ever played, had to be my pick for Lucky Jams. This song is from the monster Astaloos, and I think the song does a really good job translating his fight into sounds and music. Sure, Rob has never seen one, so without Googling and just listening to his song, I want you to guess what he looks like and his favorite element. Huh. Okay, let's hear it again. All right, and he said favorite element. What? What's favorite element? So things like typical elements like fire, water, electric, earth. Okay, I'm gonna say earth, and I think that it's um, it has a really big face, but with the body of a turtle. With <laughs> a body of a turtle. But with a huge human face. I'm am t- talking like, you know, uh, ten feet tall, um, fangs, huge fangs. Very, um, am I, am I close at all for now? Honestly, I have never seen Astalos because there's a lot of monsters I haven't seen in that game, but I'm going to just gamble based on what I know about the monsters in that game. You are way off. Oh, come on. Really? Yes. <laughs> it's Chris there's not Mary a single says, humanoid face monster in that entire series. I know that for a fact. Sloth hands. That's some final Shin Megami Tensei monster stuff you're talking right there. Oh. Uh, that's good. This is great. This is a good. This is a good pick. This is like the the antithesis of the track from Afterburner Three. Oh yeah, this this youngest. This is some stress going right here. Oh my gosh, good reason. Because that's the thing about Monster Hunter games. And I think um, Nick Walker would agree with me on this. Is that you can have a battle against a monster depending on how far you've gotten them. You can be having a battle with a monster that you fought in a gajillion times. And you know him, you know the ins and outs of beating him. You're just jumping on his back and stabbing him. Wah, da, da, da. This is probably more for Monster Hunter World, mind you, but still. Um, and you're fighting him, and all of a sudden, a complete MacGuffin monster just comes out of the brush, ten times bigger than the monster you were trying to hunt, and throws everything into chaos. Now you're running, but you don't want to let the prey get away, so you're trying to fight while avoiding the other monster. And it's just this wild dance of chaotic energy going on. All the while, you're hoping there's like luck after luck after luck after lucky moment mm. where you're like dodging things, getting crit hits, oh, jumping on the back. Oh, I get it now. Back. I get it. Why is it? It's a, it's an RNG game. It's full of randomness. So you're hoping for that lucky maneuver, that lucky moment where you can just make it through. Mm-hmm. Like you might be striking the monster, and that one strike knocks him, like unbalances him, and he falls on his side. It's like time to get that hammer time oh, in. Oh, okay, okay, like, cool. It's such a good time. Wow. Wow, Monster Hunter is not something I ever would ever really super appealed to me. I think it's like the high fantasy like type thing. I'm not like super into it, but it's that's the thing. It's like it's, I don't even find like I don't even really get the high fantasy. It feels almost like it's primitive, if anything, because all of your tools are like made from like monster parts and string and such. The camp is just like a bunch of pulleys and platforms, 
and you're fighting in jungles and like forests and terrains with like traditional weapons. You don't have any futuristic gear or anything. It is a totally like retro-ish environment. Yeah. Very classic environment. Yeah, maybe that, yeah, I think that's what it is then. Um, now here's a classic environment, Pernell. Segway. Oi! All right, this next track is submitted by Bedroth, and it's from Super Lucky's Tale. That's a good game. Man. Yeah, this is um called Retro Road. I don't know much about this game at all, but I do know that listening to the music today, it was amazing. Um, it's composed by Aaron Brown and Romain Gautier. It's Retro Road from Super Lucky's Tale. listening to Retro Road from Super Lucky's Tale, composed by Aaron Brown and Romain Gautier. And this was submitted by Bedroth, but without a testimonial. So I'm going to think that Bedroth would like to say that this is 
the luckiest tune he can think of because it's got lucky in the game's title. And don't judge him for that. And tail. That almost could mean rabbit, even though you play as a fox. And but Maybe it's fox it, but, tails are lucky too. But it's spelled like like a tail, like uh like ducktails. Yeah. But he still uses his tail in a cute way by I don't know, wagging it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about, uh, about about Super Lucky's tail. So tell me about it. Is, is there is there like a regular Lucky's tail, like Lucky's tail Junior, and then there's a Super Lucky's tail? No, it was always called Super Lucky's tail. I don't know why they called it Super per se. Maybe it was just an homage to like Super Nintendo, because um, a lot of Super Nintendo games always like Super something. But uh, essentially, it's a uh, platformer where it's 3D and stylings, but the levels are all 2D in movement. Like you move left to right. Like maybe wrong there. No, I'm almost positive they're all left to right. It's been a while since I played it, but mm-hmm. they're all left to right stages. You jump, you can burrow underground, and you can double jump. It's not a lot you can do in the game, but it's very retro style. Okay. Um, the hub world is in complete three. Like you're running around a 3D map. No, I got it right now. Some levels are 2D, <laughs> some levels are 3D. Okay. I had to remember something. Are they like retro like 3D, or is it like a full like? Um, no, it's like it's 3D, like top-down 3D, like you're running around or behind the shoulder, depending on how okay. the camera is. Oh, okay. And Das Dude said, wasn't Super Lucky's Tale the sequel? If there was a previous Lucky's Tale, I've never played it. But I do know that Super Lucky's Tale came on Xbox One. And that's the only version of it I had ever played up until they released it on the Switch recently. Well, this this tune is amazing. Is the rest of the music um have that kind of have has has this like super happy vibe to it? Because I'm super... oh the whole game is super happy. Ooh, the entire so game so like, good. He, he gets separated from his entire family, and he's just like okay, and he's like hopping around, stomping <laughs> things, digging and looking for coin. He didn't care. He this is the fun. music. This is the music we need right now. Like they should just be playing this on the radio all the time. <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, I'd listen to the radio if they did. Oh, I'd be all about it. So good. So, so good. All right, Pranel, what is your next track that you're going to pick from all of our suggestions? All right, next track we want to pick comes from a game I've never played, but it's so good, and it came from a great listener slash friend. That is listener Dan Loughton. Track title is from, it's called Enemy Attack 1, and it's from the game Future Tactics The Uprising on the PS2, and it was composed by Tim Fallon. And if we got it on YouTube because it was ripped from the game by Ed Wilson of the VG Embassy. <laughs> nice. It's all coming around. <laughs>
back and listen to Future Tactics, The Uprising, track titles, Enemy Attack 1 for the PlayStation 2, composed by Tim Fallon, submitted by listener and friend Dan Loughton, and ripped by friend and also patron and listener, Ed Wilson of the VGM. That's right, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the prime VGM minister. That's right. This is a now, tune, man. It's a great tune. I've never played the game, and I seriously didn't care because when I heard this bad boy bopping, I was like, I gotta take it. Gotta take it. This is on the show. Done deal. <laughs> so, the question next is what is the testimonial all about? And here we go. Let's go down the readings. Right. Started listening to VGM podcast with Pixel Tunes Radio. That's oh, okay. the first one. When they transitioned to their new adventures, that's when I realized the diversity and amount of VGM podcasts that were out there. VG Embassy got me hooked and expanded my interest in the world of VGM and the amazing online community. I consider myself lucky to be part of the wonderful VGM community. Here's a favorite track of Ed, so it felt fitting to be considered as a lucky jam. Yes, that's very good. It is true. Like I think we were talking about this in like in like the Discord group recently, how there's there's like a genuine sense of community that's popping off in light of recent events too. Like it's just feel like it's shining through even more because people are still communicating. If anything, they're communicating more than they used to, and it's just a fondness to like I I have yet knock on wood to come across a negative force in the group like in VGM listenership, friendship, fellowship, good ship lollipop. I just haven't. So, and I am thankful for that. And I, I am thankful I am to meet all these people because of this stuff. So, yeah, <laughs> praise Ed. People are saying in the chat, um, <laughs> and yeah, Dan Loughton is a great guy. So yeah, it's really nice to have met all of these people, at least online for the most part. And mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. It's it's a bit, it's been a very nice community. So if you're listening to the show, maybe this is you're new to it, or maybe this is a couple episodes, and you're like, what's all this about? Like, go online. Go on Facebook and just search like for VGM and other VGM podcasts, and like everyone's really friendly. Everyone's very welcoming. VGM podcast fans on Facebook, good hub. Now there was um, one of our one of our listeners, um, uh, Rebecca Gruber. Uh huh. Um, yeah. So she posted a thing about on on Facebook about a Castlevania symphony that was in Norway, I think, Ooh. and it was back in 2010. And it was just uploaded. The whole concert was uploaded to YouTube a month ago. And it is so good. It's so good. I think it's just called Castlevania the Symphony. And they actually have Machiri Yamane comes out and plays harpsichord for a few tracks. It's so cool. It's so cool. I might look into that. I didn't see that post. But now me wanting. Yeah, with fewer people in my office. I still have to go in um, a little bit into my office to make sure things are running and to help people out. Um, so I can blast music and no one seems to care. So do you do know. the risky business underwear slide across the floor? No, no, but I'm de- definitely not dressing up for work. <laughs> crash. Uh oh. <laughs> no, are you doing that? You're probably doing that now, right? I mean, like you're at home, so we're both. Oh no, I'm still going in and out of work. We're both. I'm, in our I'm not at home suits, yet. Right. I'm not birthdayed yet. <laughs> um, I still go in. Like I said, I still go into the office. I uh, get up, I get in the car, drive in. But when I get to work, I have a specific office that I just kind of chiseled out, that I kind of hunker down in. And if someone comes to the door, I'm like, stay back! Get your, get your butt out of my office! What you want? You know, I'm just like, very happy and friendly. Everybody. I'm like, hey, by the way, 
Bring out them all. Yeah, stay stay away. Stay away. Um, That's right. Yeah, we actually have, um, because so few people going into our office now, whereas we're reducing everything, we have separate bathrooms for everybody. So I have a sign for my own bathroom right now. That's right. It just makes things easier. It is totally. Put rhythm nice. on the door. Yeah. It says rhythm. Rhythm and my wife, Christy. Rhythm and Christy. <laughs> you don't need to say bathroom at work. You got your own bathrooms at work. <laughs> All right. Um, so my next track is going to come from. I'm looking around here. Um, all right. I'm going to play a track from David Elwood, who submitted a track from Spyro Year of the Dragon, which is the third in the series, for the Sony PlayStation, and it is called Frozen Altars. It's chilly. listening to Frozen Altars from the game Spyro, Year of the Dragon, for the Sony PlayStation, composed by Stuart Copeland. And this was submitted Boy. by Davy Cakes. Hi, Davy Cakes. Hey, Davy Cakes. <laughs> I and love the fact that there's like this, like this, this, this spiral love that just runs across like a number of people we know. Oh, yeah. 
Pe people love Spyro, man. I honestly regret having not played the original version of it. I didn't get to Spyro up until, again, until um, EB recommended it to me. Mm. And then he like, was really like, you got to get it. You got to get it. So then one day he was like, it's on sale. You got to get it now while it's on sale. I was like, you got me. You convinced me. You worked hard for this. I will try these out. And he was right. It's a fun time. It's, like, it wasn't challenging per se. But I don't think it was really meant to be challenging. It just meant to be like a fun little collect-a-thon. Mm. I like the fact that he can glide from the start of the game. You don't have to earn the ability to glide like you do in most other games like that. You just go right into it. Yeah, I feel like, some, like they realize that they can take um, they can take certain abilities that would be fun and then just give them out little by little to unlock parts of the stage. Um, anyway, uh, Davy Cakes wrote a testimonial. He says... Uh, the track I've chosen for Lucky Jams, which I'm so glad was left open to interpretation, is Frozen Altars from Spyro Year of the Dragon, which I'm pretty sure was composed by Stuart Copeland. Yes, it was. Um, the original Spyro trilogy from the PS1 was remade and re-released, or released re-released? Re-released Re-released recently, and this has always been a favorite track of mine. I can't tell you how lucky and nostalgic I felt to be playing through some of my favorite games of all time again and to be seeing them so beautifully reimagined. When I started up this level and the soundtrack poured itself into my ear holes, the child inside me had goosebumps on his goosebumps. I was smiling like my high school crush had sent me a cute message for hours afterwards. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on, man. That's just too wholesome. Now, this is great. Like th Listening to this song this morning got me... Just listening to the rest of the soundtrack while I was at work. It's so good. This all, all of this music is great. So, Pernell, you were saying that a, a lot of the what you liked from the first game was the icy levels? Oh, no, it was on Spyro. There was like an ice level. The music in that level was really good to oh, me. Okay. So it was very atmospheric. Is, is some of the, it's usually atmospheric-y, but like, it's got an atmospheric feel to it, but also like some really good beats like through the whole the whole soundtrack. It's so good. But honestly, it's just, it's just a fantastic, feel-good, lighthearted game franchise. Um, I don't know if the second and third games do this, but the only thing I didn't like about it, though, it wasn't a game-breaker, was that in the first Spyro, you don't get new abilities or anything. And that's something I came to like about 3D platforms. I always wanted to get like a new ability to unlock, because I could like, maybe buy it with coins or some collectible. But in that game, what you can do from the first stage, you can do from every level afterwards. That's good. That mess with me a little bit. That's good to have. And you get to be a dragon, and a cute little dragon. You gotta save he's all the big cute, dragons. He's not cute. He's spunky. He's if cute. you called him cute, no. If you called Spyro cute, he'd get po'd. Oh, <laughs> he'd be angry at you for calling him cute. Well, Spyro's a spunky little bugger. Well, then I'll I'll call him cute behind his back. Oh no, <laughs> I'm telling. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, um, Spyro is a female. No, Spyro's a guy. Oh, I don't know. I don't know much about Spyro. I know Spyro Gyro. You know Spyro Gyro? <laughs> no, maybe you mean to enlighten everybody here. Uh, right, well, it's a Spyro Gyro. Um, it's a jazz fusion band of like, was it the 70s? Um, I'm looking up real quick. Oh, yeah, 74. Spyro Gyra. Spyro Gyra. I had a friend in high school, in a junior high, who was super into Spyro Gyra. Had all these records. Um, and just loved, loved this crazy jazz fusion sound. And um, in anime, really into anime, um, which was hard to get when we were in high school and junior high. <laughs> I do miss, I miss that stuff. What, miss, miss having a hard time getting 
anime? No. Well, it was a vibe to it, you know? Like, don't get me wrong, now I can get anime where I want, but there was, a, there was a good vibe about coming across an anime that you liked mm. and finding it amongst the, you know, the very few options you had on the shelf getting home with your one VHS tape that had two to three episodes on it. Oh, I know. I hated and that. you watched it, and you enjoyed it, but then knew you had to wait three months for the next two episodes to get subtitled and translated. <laughs> it was just, it was just, the, it was like a sign of the times. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like how we miss old internet, even though it was slow and terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, you miss old VHS tapes of anime that we could barely get a hold of. Yeah, not to mention, like, you had, uh, it's like also equivalent to like when nowadays a TV show will come out on like say uh, Netflix or something. It's like all episodes available on this day. You're like, oh, I can just sit down and watch the whole thing. And I had a friend who was recently telling me how he was he had to explain to his son that back because you know during this everyone's like got their kids watching the shows they grew up with now. And he was explaining how when he was a kid they had to wait you know a good week or two to get new episodes of the show, and the kid could not grasp the fact that you had to be in a place at a specific time. To watch a show on TV, and if you missed it, missed it. <laughs> you couldn't just like get it later. No, it no. was gone. TGIF, my friend. The best stuff, man. Press I, F I, for Friday. <laughs> or TGIF. Or TGIF. All right, so Pranav, we're on to your uh, your third track. I think All right. Yeah. Now I'm sad. Last week you mentioned Ronin Warriors, and that was that was a memory, oh, baby. Running Warriors, man, that was something. It was gritty too, even with the even the way they translated. I can't imagine what it would have been like if they was like, like unedited. <laughs> um, last track, free bonus, comes from listener and all around chill dude, Hemmick. Hemmick. And he picked from my magical wheelhouse, so it's kind of like it almost predestined to happen. Um. Comes from Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold, Trails in the Sky 3, and the track is titled The Mood of the Goddess Pens on Luck. And the composer is Ryo Takashita of the Falcom Sound Team.
Welcome back. You're listening to Mood of the Goddess Depends on Luck from the game Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky 3, composed by Ryo Takashita of the Falcom Sound Team and submitted by listener Hamark! Hamark! So, he, he, he was like kind of like, I, he gave a testimony. I'm counting it. This is totally testimonial goods. Okay. So, here we go. Okay, this was a tough one. Real tough. Thought about some casino games. Nothing really clicked. Then I found a great jam. The good old folks at the Falcom Sound Team, JDK. Game I've never played, but only heard Purnell mention. <laughs> Legend of Heroes, Trails in the Sky, the third. You're making an impression. <laughs> oh, stop it, you. The track is called The Mood of the Goddess Depends on Luck. And it was specifically composed by Ryo Takashita. This is the track that plays during the Blackjack minigame. So I guess technically it all comes back to casino. Yes, it does. Mm. Yes, it does. How is the uh, have you have you played much of this one? No, because I and like Chris Murray can valid vouch for me on this one. I am way behind in getting through them in order. So there's Trails in the Sky one, then two, then three. I'm in the middle of Trails in the Sky two. And that is 90-plus hours of gameplay at this point between the first one and the point I'm in on the second one. Now, I still got a long ways to go on the second before I get to the third, which isn't even uh, it's a side. It's going to be more of a side game because it doesn't fit into the primary narrative of the franchise. And then there's the Trails of Cold Steel games, which I got to fit time into. So I'm like, I'll eventually get to third, but it's not high on my list of priorities just because it's not narrative required. You know, it's more of like, hey, do you love these characters? Do you want to see them get into wacky adventures and endless dungeon crawls? Well, here you go. So, hmm. I I'm figuring if I don't have to yet, I'm not going to. Is this one that uh, our, our friend Chris Murray has played a whole lot of? He's played the Trails games, right? So, Yeah, I mean, he can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he hasn't played Trails in the Sky the third. I don't even think he's played one and two. Yeah, these games all, like, they, they, they kind of fit, like, are in the same universe in my head. Is that true? They are. Okay. They are. They're, they take play, take place on different continents, or not continents, in different parts of the same continent. Oh, okay. It's like, oh, I got you. I got you. Cold Steel. He has. Yeah. So, it. so I was right. He's only he's played the Cold Steel games. He didn't do Trails in the Sky. Oh, okay. Interesting. I was right. Uh-huh. Oh, but this is. I love this song, man. Like once I heard this one, I, I was hoping that you would open up your set with this track because this track is so chill. And this is just what um, Hammock is all about on his podcast, KVGM, The Last Wave. I'm like, chaos, baby. I'm all over the place. <laughs> this is this is his style, man. This is, this is, this is his style 100%. Now, your style, you have many styles. I'm all over the place. And I kind of like it that way, too. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's like, there's like, there's like, preferred styles. Like, well, if Pernod's going to listen to anything, it's going to be this. But <laughs> it's going to be Scooby Doo Chase music. That's right. <laughs> I'm I'm serious, man. We should play some of that on the darn show just for kicks, just for fun. Yeah. Like, like play the eyeball monster track. I love that track. But um, but yeah, I I used to play Scooby Doo music, pup, especially pup named Scooby Doo music. I loved all that stuff, mm. and I kind of want that kind of show to make a comeback. Just wacky shows where the characters make cool wild takes and. Which, for the record, Wild Takes are a purely like Western animation style. Like, you know, we all love our anime, but that's something I don't think anime ever really touched was Wild Takes. Like they're, they're, and, I think the closest they got to it was uh, blood flying out of their noses. Yeah, that makes sense. 
but that would be the thing. But they never did anything beyond really that. Mm. No, I guess not. But I didn't watch a lot of like the kitty anime stuff. Aside Catch from... you later, Dust Dude. Okay. All right. Um, we're going to go into the part of our show that we call the bonus round. Bonus round. Now, <laughs> on a normal episode of our show, we would bonus round is where we play covers and remixes and arrangements on our theme. But this this week, we have so many great music suggestions. We're going to keep playing those track suggestions. What do you think, Pernell? Does that sound good I'm to you? good for it. Though I got to admit, I think my bonus round pick still fits the traditional bonus round style too. Almost. Oh, okay. Well, this one is, well, I mean, actually the um, the one from Electric Boogaloo, the, uh, the Afterburner track is kind of an arrangement. So that would have worked too. But I just wanted to play it because I liked it so much. Um, so this track comes from listener Buttsbow. This is from Fire Emblem If or Fire Emblem Fates. And this is a track called Dusk Falls, the Calm Fire Mix.
we're back. You're listening to Dusk Falls, the Calm and Fire mix from Fire Emblem Fates, also known as Fire Emblem If, and it is composed by Hiroki Morishita, and it was selected by Buttsbow, Patreon member Buttsbow. It could also be Le Bootsbow. Yeah, Bootsbow. I'm going to go with Uttsbow. The B is silent. <laughs> From potato chips, man? Yeah. yeah. That's, um, a, that's a very regional thing we're talking about here. <laughs> Uts. Um, Uts potato chips. Um, so anyway, uh, Buttsbo has a testimonial. He writes, now, When I think of games with an important luck element, it's hard for me not to think of Fire Emblem. Um, in those games, you are dealing with random rolls in pretty much every turn. To me, it's what brings a lot of the excitement to its combat. Sometimes it can bring, sometimes it can bring from really satisfying moments when your little unit lands a critical hit or dodges a deadly move to the extremely brutal when an enemy gets those lucky rolls and you get hit by something as ridiculous as a one percent critical. He ain't lying there, mm. man. Because oh my god, that game, that game will infuriate you. You'll have a swordmaster who is primed for crits get into a skirmish. Where they have like a 98% chance to hit the guy, they'll miss, and then the enemy will get the 1% crit and kill you. Oh, jeez. And it just makes you want to scream. Like <laughs> that it, would make it just me, that turn make, the whole game off. Yeah, I would be like, you know what? Do I want this? Do I want this headache? Um, anyway, he continues. Uh, the theme, this theme in particular, is Dusk Fall from Fire Emblem Fates Conquest, one of the first battle themes you hear, and one I always found super encouraging for fights. To me, it's quite a lucky jam. Yeah, I think it is. Mm-hmm. This is that's interesting. Again, another track I wouldn't have associated with um, an action scene or an action part of a of a game. And that's why I was hoping for in some respects, like I, I was hoping at least one person would say that this track big, pretty much makes them think of a scenario in a game where they get really lucky to accomplish a thing. Yeah, I was hoping somebody would be like this track is something I listen to when I need a sense of good luck in my life, which may happen actually. Um, We've gotten a bit of every. We've gotten a bit of multiple suggestions related to different aspects of what they consider to be luck. What they thought about when Lucky Jams was presented, and it's been really cool. Oh my god, I like these picks. <laughs> There's people in our um, in our YouTube chat as we're um, as we're doing the show here, and they're they're giving are these multiplayer game suggestions. Yeah, so they're suggesting games that we can play together. Now, Chris Murray suggested Dragon's Crown, which I would be fine with playing again, but I got a feeling you wouldn't like that because I remember you had a thing about the character art back when it was on PS3. Oh, yeah. Look it up. I do Um, do remember this one. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, if that end, I'd almost prefer something different only because I already bought it on PS3 and I bought it on Vita. (laughs) So I'd be buying it three times (laughs) to play it on PS4. But if that was what you settled on, I would play that. Right. Um, Warframe was suggested by PLR. Okay. Uh, I, you know, it's still up in the air. You and you and me doing a, a battle royale session. We should at least try it. Battle royale? Yeah, any of the battle royale games. What battle royale games? You know, the battle royale games. I'm thinking about the anime, the, the Japanese movie. When I say battle royale, no, no, um, like um, uh, uh, PUBG or oh, PUBG Apex Legends. Ba- Oh, we would. Oh, I see. I remember that. you were like we join a team and just get rocked. <laughs> yeah, well, no, or, or we just somewhere. hide really good. <laughs> see, I think we would be great because you and I. Ooh, Pilar got we, Animal we Crossing. Really well. Oh. Well, I have that too. So if you do decide to play Animal Crossing, 
Look me up. We can trade fruit. <laughs> trade the fruit. Because Pernell, yes. Pernell's got that fruit trade down. That's right. And once the stock market opens up, forget it. <laughs> it's over. All right, Pernell, we're on to your bonus round track. All right. So my bonus round track came from listener of the last Reacon. Now, when this bad boy got suggested and I saw the title, I didn't even have to listen to it because I knew what it was. And I knew it was in because I haven't heard this track in so, so, so long. I don't know anything about this. But it this. brings back so many fun, wonderful memories. What is this? You'll know. I'll tell you about it once you've heard it. But <laughs> uh, let's just go into it. We'll talk about the track proper afterwards. All right, just... This is the Segata Sanchiro theme. I don't know who the heck wrote it. <laughs> I just know <laughs> I Sega know used it to, for a... Well, I'll talk about that later, too. But it's the Segata Sanchiro theme submitted by a listener of The Last Recon. It's glorious. Okay. しい。コメント。一人の男が今日も行く。真面目に遊ばぬ奴らには体で覚えさせるぞ。背が高さんしろ。背が高さんしろ。背が高さんしろ。カラオケナンパに食らう他にすることあるだろうが触れなきゃ遊べぬ奴らには心に問いかけるぞ背が高さんしろ背が高さんしろ背が高さんしろ真剣に取り組んでいるものがあるか命がけで打ち込んでいるものがあるかセガサタンしろ指が折れるまで指が折れるまで切なの快楽追い続けても虚しい余生が残るだけとことん極めぬ奴らには体に叩き込むぞ背が高さんしろ背が高さんしろ背が高さんしろ白い武器雲真っ赤にたぎる遊びの地途中で投げ出す奴らには体で覚えさせるぞ背が高さんしろ背が高さんしろ背が高さんしろ背が高さんしろ背が高さんしろ背が高さんしろ背が高さんしろ
Welcome back. You are listening to the Sega Sachiro theme composed by somebody. <laughs> submitted by somebody. the listener, the last Rican. I I know you just listened to like three minutes of Japanese gibberish. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's good. It's so good. That was and I hope you liked it. Wild. Alright, so this was this was a, a a song they used in their marketing campaign. It was yeah, so there was like a mascot character that Sega had, definitely during the Sega Saturn era. I don't know if he was around before that or not, but I knew of him during the Saturn because actually listener and patron Mike Myers introduced me to the Sega Sanjiro character. Um but he was a mascot for Sega and he would appear in a variety of different ads for games and also for the console itself. And this was the theme that would play in the background during the ads. And I still remember like there was like a final ad, which I think actually was aired back when the Saturn was like on his last legs and Sega Sanjiro dies or supposedly dies saving the earth from a missile. (laughs) It was like a really weird thing. But it was he was such an amazing character Sega. and this theme was so good. The Sega Sega the mascot of Sega is so pure he will sacrifice himself to save the world. That's right. And then <laughs> funny enough, the coincidentally, Pilar let us know that he re- it recently was confirmed that there is Sega Sashiro now has a son named <laughs> Shiro Segata. <laughs> so I don't know how that's gonna go. But I hope that means that there's some sort of comeback coming for Sega. Maybe you know, I don't even want I don't even want a new system. I just want them to say go buck wild with their properties and make new games and like just have the mascot advertise all of them or be in all the ads for them. So <laughs> let me read the last Reekin's testimonial because he wrote a good one. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot he had one in there. Was he was he was he have to say? Was he have to say for himself? Well, you see. <laughs> okay, this is kind of going off the rails a little, but hear me out. I have had absurd amounts of love every time I hear this song. First time was when I was in Buffalo and homeless. Heard this song, and the next day, an apartment became available for me and my family. A few weeks ago, I was stuck on a boss for five days in a video game. Heard this song, and suddenly, boom, I figured out a way to beat him. That, and I'm lucky to be a part of the video game community within Rhythm and Pixels, and for getting me the pseudo-cart for my Sega Saturn. Shout out to Chris Murray. Murray. That is all. Oh, man. Well, thanks for bringing the weirdness to the bonus round. Delicious, delicious weirdness. You got to. You got so to. Much. Well, for more information on the bonus round, go to rhythmandpixels.com. And then when we have uh, independent artists, we like to have all of their SoundClouds and Bandcamps and 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 everywhere where you can buy those music, buy, buy the music and support those artists. But buy those for the music. But for now, buy Sega software. Yes, and tell them we want Jet Set Radio Future Rur. <laughs> future next Neo Future. <laughs> More future. Thanks for joining us on episode 22-4 of Rhythm and Pixels, Lucky Jams. Lucky Jams. For our Patreon special episode. This is a Patreon exclusively live recorded for Patreon members. Um, And all suggested tracks 
And this last track is no exception. This is from Das Dude. This is Special Stage from Sonic the Hedgehog 3, composed by Howard Drossen, Tachio Ogawa, Tatsuyuki Maeda, and Jun Sinue. And he says, The special stage was very special to me, mainly because a young dude was bad at finding the big rings to go to these anxiety-filled levels. But when I did, I played them as long as I could for this incredible track. I love Sonic and always will. And I hope to hear this track on the live episode if you guys haven't already played it before. I don't think we played this song before. And if we didn't, I think we can break the rules for listener picks. Yeah, totally. Oh, I, I feel like this never been a hard and fast rule for us playing repeat tracks. You know, we just kind of just hope not to. <laughs> exactly. I'm pretty sure I've done it a few times. Yeah, I'm sure it's happened. It's no big deal. It's not like the the, the, the music police are coming knocking on our door, you know. I think that's a big deal. But anyway, What's that it's, noise? It's, it's Segata Sanchiro. Oh, no! <laughs> you played that music too many times! Oh, man. Well, this has been um, a different kind of episode with uh, me and Fernell doing um, kind of a Skype session. But I, I think the quality came out pretty good today. I agree, though. Honestly, hopefully the listeners in the Patreon chat or otherwise can give us some feedback on that. But honestly, I feel like we can lose, we can drop a beat on this. It's been pretty nice. No, well, um, unfortunately, yeah. I can't be in the studio like quick year or anything like that. But the spirit is there. The spirit is. There. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, like when we're in the same room, we kind of look at each other and we can crack jokes just by looking at each other. But um, this way's not so bad, and um, I feel like. Overall, it's been pretty good. The quality's been pretty good. I mean, the proof isn't going to be in the pudding when the, when the episode's released, but um, otherwise, um, if you'd like to get in contact with us, if you want to contact the show, that'll be me, me and Purnell. Um, if you have a track suggestion or a topic suggestion, please send us an email. Rhythmandpixels at hotmail.com And for more information about our show, full, full track listing from all of our episodes and access to all of our episodes, check out the website. Rhythmandpixels.com Dot com. And for um, uh, uh, more access to our episodes, it's also being um, streamed on YouTube, youtube.com slash Rhythm and Pixels. And we also have a 24-7 radio station playing nothing but 8-bit and 16-bit classics. So if you need some music to listen to while you're at work, check that out. And if you'd like to support the show, go ahead to uh, patreon.com slash Rhythm and Pixels. And there you get access to these live streamed episodes. You get access to prequel episodes a day before um, the, the live uh, the episodes, the episodes go live every week. And we like to give you a shout out at the end of every episode. So I'd like to thank that Nick Walker, Mike Myers, Harold Howard, Dave Taylor, Reinhard Salkova, Andreas Mirlberg, Dan Loughton, Phantom Jest, Steve Miller, The Autistic Gamer 89, Cameron Worma, Christopher Shenstrom, Bobby Arson from One Up Funk, Wicked Sephiroth, Carlos from the Heroes 3 podcast, Michael Bridgewater from the Forever Version, Forever Sound Version VGM <laughs> podcast, Forever Version. Uh, Brian Pitt, Buttsbo, Hammock, Hammock, from KVGM, The Last Wave podcast, Johan Perez, Bruce Irons of the Mad Gear Band, Ed Wilson, Prime VGM Minister of the VG Embassy podcast, Alexander Proudfoot, Davey Cakes, Das Dude, The Last Recon, Bedroth of the VGM Very Good Music Podcast, Kitsurito, Solus Sanctuary, Mix 6 Master, Damian Beckles, Joe Fasalo, OK Impala, Chris Murray, Murray, 
Chris Steenerson, Alex the Messenger Messenger, host of the Messenger Presents a VGM podcast, and David Smith. Um, thank you all so much for your continued support of the show. It really means a lot to us. Every little bit is helpful for keeping everything going, the website going, the podcast going, and, and just seeing your names every week really encourages us to, to do better and to keep the show going, and especially now in, in, in the times that we're living in now. We're trying to just keep our, our, our positivity out there, keep putting it I, out there. Sure. Yeah. And it's, 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 there's just something to be said about it too. Like I find myself like just thinking about it, like I was looking forward to this episode just because like, hey, it'd be nice to kind of talk yeah. Get words out again, everybody. Mm. And I even check the Discord more often than I used to. And I'm like, hey, got you guys doing in here? And everybody's talking about stuff. I mean, it's just, it's a nice positivity circle. Like, we put stuff out there. People put stuff back, gives back stuff back to us. And it's like passing it back. Like, there it is, tennis. It's like tennis. It's like tennis. We give, they give back. We give, you give back. And it's just, it's wonderful. I like it. I am very glad. To, to repeat what some of the Patreons, both Dan and Last Rican, said on this episode in their suggestion testimonials, I feel very lucky to be a part of the VGM community. I wouldn't be here if it weren't for the fact that Rob decided he wanted to do a podcast one day. <laughs> um, but it, it makes me happy to be a part of it, and it feels good for us to be able to say, hey, we want to inject a little bit of positivity into the world into this community as well especially in times like these where the world can use a fair bit more of it yeah absolutely um is that your and remember no i had a better one (laughs) that's got me two and remembers i guess (laughs) well anyway that that's it for us um we have a a, another episode regular episode we're gonna have to cool it on guests for the next um for the next uh, few weeks maybe a couple months so it's just going to be Purnell and Rob kicking it old school. Old school. We're kicking it old school. Um, so, but anyway, thanks for listening to Rhythm and Pixels. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Purnell. Have a good night. And remember, this is a weird time where everybody is kind of being made to be distant. You can clearly tell by the fact that we're not even in the same room right now. Uh, but just because distance by measurement is a thing that we're all experiencing doesn't mean we have to be distant in the actual sense of communication we are lucky in the sense that we live in an age where there are so many ways for us to communicate with each other digitally and play games together digitally over the internet that we don't have to really feel a hundred percent alone at all we can keep this going Play a video game with your friends. Go on to a Discord chat. Have a Skype call, FaceTime. Any number of things you can do to communicate with your friends and still and still responsibly get through this, you know, self, you know, distance, um, whatever they call it. I don't even remember. Social distancing period. Um, you can do it. We're all going to do it. And we don't know whether it'll be the same as it was or different from how it was. But whatever it turns out to be, we're going to make it the best that it can be because we are capable of that.